Hello and welcome back to episode eight, eight, yeah, eight of Conzie and Nick. Two I'm Will months. Nicholson. We've been going for two months. This is a big episode. I'm Will Nicholson, and as always, I have with me Gino Conti. But uh, we got we got some new people on the mic. Two new people. We have uh, my my brother Brady. Hi everybody. <laughs> we got Tom Delory. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, so we got some some new people on the mic uh, this time. We're gonna be talking a little bit about Julio Jones today. Basic basic stuff, trade destinations, all that. Uh, make sure you follow us on uh, on Instagram at Conti and Nick. We have a Twitter. Gino doesn't like it. I made it anyway. Son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> and yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so it is June first, and that means that Julio Jones definitely is up for trade now. Because if he did it before June first, Falcons would have had to pay a shit ton of money in order to get him off the books. Now that it's June first, they don't have to pay as much. It's all guaranteed. So now the floodgates are opening for Julio. And there have been four teams in particular, the Pats, the Niners, the Seahawks, and the Titans. Those have been the four that have really been in the mix, like, seriously for Julio. And I really do think that we should talk about, like, the scenarios if he goes to each and every one of these teams, if it would make them contenders, if it would make them not good or somehow mess up the chemistry. So, have anything to say, guys? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we saw the, the Schefter tweet, what was it, like, two days ago, maybe yesterday, where the Falcons are willing to take a second-round pick, even though they wanted a first pick to start. I want to note that Mohamed Sanu went for a second-round pick as well. <laughs> I mean, if it's a second-round pick, you have to do it. As no, any team, especially the Patriots, like, you make that work, cap room, whatever you have to do. A second-round second round pick, pick, you do that. Steal for Julio oh, oh, I'd do I a first and a heartbeat, too. Yeah. I'm, so, surpri- I'm surprised he's not going for, like, two firsts. So the, like, the I'm surprised price, that's not the market. The original price was a first-round pick and, I think, other pieces – and that was, that's where I, I thought the Titans were going to get him. Because the Titans are a team that would definitely throw a first round to get him with A.J. Brown and that whole receiving core. But now that it's moved down to a second round pick, I think that works way more in New England's favor. I think the betting odds show that too. New England's way more likely to get Julio now that he's a second, or he's going for a second round pick. I, I have a I have a trade prediction ready for the Patriots. Ready? Okay. This I'm is, this is not going to be accurate at all. <laughs> for, for Julio Jones. Stephon Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a second. Dude, it's going to be a second. Stephon's just to make the salaries match. First. Brady, hold on. Yeah, I understand that we all <laughs> like would perceive it as Julio Jones being a first-round talent. But if you're if we're here seeing reports saying that Julio can go for, at the most, a second-round pick, like, why would you give an all like a defensive player of the year and a first-round pick? That doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean, I, that takes our... Stephon Gilmore is also 32 years old, same age as Julio yeah. Jones. Wide receivers last way longer than cornerbacks. Do. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Terrence Ter- no, Ter- Newman they're played until he was 39, yeah, my friend. They're, they're, they're both like the same. I love Larry Fitz, my third favorite player of all time. <laughs> all right, we, look, I know Gino has some some uh, some notes written down, so he has what you have the four best like advantages of uh, of the team two. Well, uh, I I just have some like general notes and like some general questions that I think could be some conversation starters. I think that, obviously, let's start with the Patriots because we're on that topic already. This shows, I think, that Cam Newton, like, regardless of how he plays, I think that this shows that he has a lot of trade influence in the league. Do you think so? Cam Newton? Yes. I, I, I think it has I, I nothing to do with that. Cam. I, know, I, really... I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback. I think <laughs> Julio, Julio, Jones, Julio Jones came out and said it was because of Cam Newton, but we know, like, damn well, it's going to be Mac Jones it's week probably. four or five uh, Okay, but that, that's, not what I'm, that's not what I'm debating. Mm-hmm. I'm debating that, like, Julio comes out and he says that it would be, like, because Cam Newton and them are boys, right? Yeah. So, my like, that means that Cam Newton has trade influence. 
Like, regardless of if Mac will be the quarterback or not. Yeah. Okay. And my question... But you, you can't even trade Cam, though. You no, can't, you're not. You can't. No, 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 it's no. to that's play with I'm Cam. Saying. I'm yeah. saying it's to play with Cam. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Right, I, I no, think no. He, yeah, I think so, he said Cam, but I think it's the Pat system at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't it, think it's Cam Newton okay, that's drawing him in. I, I'm it might Julio, be a part. It might be a part, but I'm it's definitely Julio not the whole thing. Yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm definitely not. No, it doesn't. Cam Newton can't throw the ball, so it absolutely matter if Cam Newton's throwing the ball. Henry, Jonas Smith. Julio Jonas, Jones. And then, and then we'd have Jonas a guy that can't throw the ball. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Damian Harris, James I White, I don't Sony care. Michelle. I don't care about any of those guys if the guy throwing it can't get the ball there. None, it's all irrelevant so, if it's Cam Newton. Yes, We're a hybrid guy. offense with Cam Newton. It's Cam all Newton running. Can run the ball well. I'm okay with him playing. Overall, what are the advantages <laughs> of the Patriots? Uh, hold on. Besides I, the obvious I actually have a, hold on. Before that, I actually have a question here. Because let's take Julio at his word, okay? Please, no, hold on. I understand. But bear with me for a second. Let's take Julio at his word, and let's say that he wants to play with his boy Cam Newton. The Patriots, I'd say, let's say, week 9, 8, like midpoint in the season. They switch to Mac Jones. Do you think that would piss Julio off? No. No. No, probably He's the not. better player. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, and it shouldn't. And if it does, it doesn't matter. He's already on the team. Like, I, who cares? I think it would kind of piss it, Julio off. Do you off. think Julio will, what, like, say I'm not playing if Max... No, 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 no. I'm not saying that he's not going to, like, like opt out yeah. or not play or sit yeah. out. But, I mean, I definitely think, like, you trade him here because he wanted to get out of a bad situation. He wanted to play with his boy, and then you bench his boy. Like, I don't think that's going to make there, him very happy. There can be one thing. receiver in the NFL with the right mind who wants to play with Cam Newton. No. Well, no. He, he no, is, no he but, is like, and when his stat line is, like, what? Like, two like two receptions or 40 yards every week? He's going to be happy when they switch the quarterback. Yeah. If it's Cam Newton, he's not putting up any numbers. He's not getting the ball. He's going to be happy like, when they like, switch that quarterback. Julio Jones' biggest reason for wanting to get traded, I mean, he said he said it live on Undisputed when Shannon Sharp Which is messed that was, up. That was, that was, I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. But he, he said, I just, I want to win. I want to go somewhere. <laughs> where I, I can win, and I don't think the quarterback really... I mean, if Bill Belichick's the king of winning, right? He's done yeah. it for, like, two decades, and I think that if Bill Belichick says Cam Newton's the best quarterback, Julio's going to go, no, 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 no. I, I know more about winning than you. <laughs> Put the Cam back And I, I have another concern, too, here. Okay, if you trade for Julio, in this offseason, you signed two pretty, lu- like, two pretty lucrative deals for tight ends, John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, okay? Obviously, Julio is going to be the premier target. He's going to demand most of the targets. You're going, you paid all that money, and you probably won't be able to get them the ball as like John U. Smith and Hunter Henry as much as they wanted, along with Aguilar, along with Bourne. My, my, my point is there's only one ball to go around. But and this is honestly, in my opinion, I think this is going to push Jacoby Myers way down the depth chart. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. He already is way and down you know the depth chart. And, and you know what? It doesn't and, – and I know you're about to say who cares, Brady, but Jacoby Myers <laughs> – Hold on. I do. Jacoby Myers proved to be a valuable asset last year. Yeah, Okay. he was a bright with spot. no receivers. That's a good point. He was a now that we have receivers, I'm fine that he's way down. I, and like, I if he's a three or four receiver, that's his place. And the other – for the rest of his career. We've also <laughs> run that two tight end offense so well yeah. with like Wes yeah. Welker, Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. I'm really not worried about but those Welker guys getting the ball. Welker was a slot guy. Julio's not a slot guy. That's fair. Yeah, but I guess, but. Yeah. but Julio's Here's the kill Harry to play the slot at this point. No. Jacoby <laughs> Myers. Hey, hey maybe your guy Jacoby Myers plays the slot. <laughs> <laughs> they could All right, that and, way. and one more question for the Patriots. 
Does this make them the best team in the division if they get Julio Jones no, over the Buffalo Bills? No, oh. not even close. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it, doesn't. it absolutely doesn't. I, see, I, I knew this was going to happen. People don't know. The mics are set up. Me and Velo are on one mic, and Brady and Gino are on another. Because this we is more or less. Two. <laughs> it's pretty much two on two. This is more or less how the debates go when the mics aren't on. It's, <laughs> it's, it started right wanted, away. <laughs> in case you wanted the behind the scenes look. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But are you. <laughs> the Bills are nasty. You can't say. I'm not saying anything. Okay. So they probably have they have a top, I, listen, they have a top five quarterback, right? We either have a guy that can't throw the ball or a rookie quarterback. At the most important position, we're not going to be a better team than but them. But when you no, have that no. many pieces around a young quarterback, oh, it's a great team. it can work. It can work when you have so many pieces around one young quarterback or veteran. You I'm, can make it work. See, I'm not saying the, the Patriots, Patriots have a good. much better defense than the Bills now. They, oh, yeah. they well, drafted yeah. very No, well they have an awesome year. defense. If, if the rookies can step up for the Patriots, they are going to be dangerous, and they are 100% Super Bowl contenders. Even with, let's say, even if Cam Newton starts all season, are they Super Bowl contenders, Brady? If the rookies can step up, yeah. What I mean, oh, well, I guess the thing, I mean, Bill, yes, Bill can find a way. He even showed at the beginning of the year. He can yeah. find a way to win and, with and Cam Newton. It's just going to be way harder. They're going to have to win games 20 to 10. Even if you have the and that's not going to be fun the, football. The, but. the Patriots have the best coach in the NFL ever. Yep. Ever. Yeah. And with this many pieces around, you're telling me that they're not Super Bowl contenders? That's absurd. Of course. If, if, they, if they land Julio Jones... They are 100% going to The thing is, they have to win games on defense. I'm so much more for Mac Jones. They could win game. They could win games on offense with Mac Jones. They can't win games on offense with Cam Newton, and I just think that's a fact. I agree. Well, well, listen, with all these pieces, I, and I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. With all these pieces that we have just added, say if Cam Newton is the quarterback, we won seven games with dog shit yeah. last year. Okay, what do you think we could win this year? What do you, like, even if Cam is the quarterback? With. Super Bowl. This was like a no. number. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, like, look, the Bills, and I, I already predicted on the podcast before, I think the Bills could win, like, 14, 15 games. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to be really good next year. You said that Josh Allen would win MVP. I do think that Josh Allen's going to win MVP. No. He's think, coming down, man. No. A little he'll, bit. He'll still be good. I think he's coming down. Now. I think he. I think he'll go up. I think Josh Allen is, like, a generational talent. He could be. I don't no, know. No, when you have a guy that big that can run the ball with a cannon of an arm, they're calling him Cam Newton 2.0. You know that, right? Like that's literally his. Like who is calling him? That that's literally like, like no, that's literally that's that's a that's a pro comparison. It's not Cam. I think he's a better thrower than Cam. Like a lot better thrower. Cam Newton was a decent thrower, but he couldn't throw downfield. All right, boys. Like, so yeah. do we have any more comments on the Patriots, or shall we move on? Go Pats. That's right. The thing is with with Josh. I guess Brady has more. The the Bills roster is not complete. They have. You guys probably don't know who any of their tight ends are. Dawson Lee Knox. Smith, <laughs> Charles Clay. He's a free agent. Ah. That was so close. The Bills, the Patriots have such more, like, they have a complete roster. I, I, no, their roster is better, but there's one very big glare, and their coaching's way better. But you just can't get over the fact. Like, the quarterback is such a big position in the NFL. It's a reason it's the most paid position. We don't know Mac Jones yet, though. Hold on, we hold don't. on. If, Wait a minute. I think I know three, where we Just three years ago, the final four quarterbacks in the league were Tom, Brady, <laughs> were Tom <laughs> Brady, Case Keenum, Blake Bortles, and Nick Foles. They were. I mean, yeah, very, you can't. Okay, that is a very good. Point. It's oh, but that that is rare. It is it's usually rare. it is usually the quarterback that gets you happen. there. No, it, it can, can happen. happen. But it's usually a great team with a great quarterback. What were the final four this year? Mahomes, Brady, yeah. Rodgers, and, and Josh Allen. And Josh, yeah, <laughs> that's and that's typically <laughs> how it goes. That one year was an anomaly. No, which, it was, dude, literally no, literally no, two years ago, Ryan Tannehill. 
two years ago. Like, dude, no one's accusing okay, Ryan. Well, that, no, no, Henry, but yeah, I mean, and Tannehill's like, he's Obviously a pretty good. Guy. I think he, he's better than Bortles and all those guys. He's like, yeah, he's at he's, least average to above average. Yeah. Those guys are all middling quarterbacks. Okay, Brady, anything else? <laughs> all right, so I think I for now, Jesus Christ. Okay. I think um it's time to move on to the 49ers and I think if Julio Jones goes to San Francisco, it is the most uh, high risk high reward thing because if you look at it, uh who was the offensive coordinator when Julio Jones had his best year? Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers is Kyle Shanahan. The one problem I have with this Jimmy Garoppolo cannot stay on the field. He cannot stay healthy. And, and he won't. Because they have a rookie quarterback. And I think he's probably... I don't know if he's out the door soon, but he should be. Hold on. But Trey Lance was dubbed as like a non-day-one like day one ready quarterback. No, yeah, he's a risky guy. That's the thing. That's the like, thing, too. If you, and here's the thing. If you're throwing an elite like wide receiver to a guy who is not day one ready, I mean, yes, that's a security blanket, and that's someone to make him beyond comfortable because it's an elite receiver. But at the same time, it's I wouldn't say that it's the same thing as Cam Newton, but he's going to have his rookie struggles. Yeah. Like, Cam Newton will throw the ball at the ground. Like, Trey Lance will throw the ball to the defender. <laughs> okay? Like, I mean, that's, that's a huge concern for me. If I'm Julio, I really don't want to go where the rookie quarterbacks are. And I don't want to go where Cam Newton. What are the other two teams on the list? Tan it, like, uh, uh, Titans. Seahawks Titans. and Titans. Seahawks Those Titans. would be my top two choices if I was no, if, see, I, if listen, I was Julio Jones, 100% those are my top two. I think, I think that the 49ers, though? the 49ers one is a little bit of a fever dream. I think if Julio went to the 49ers, they're an instant Super Bowl contender, no questions asked. With but, Jimmy Garoppolo. But, but, they were a Super Bowl so contender with, with Jimmy, him. So. With Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that they, they have a serious chance to be – the, yeah. uh, You're saying if Jimmy G stay healthy, stays Chiefs. healthy. Yeah. Yes. Which, Which is a, a big if. That's a huge if. So what if so what about if Trey Lance has his like rookie struggles like it, he was projected to it have? It depends when Trey Lance is coming in. Because look, everyone said this about Trey Lance. They say, Oh, the the rookie struggle, the rookie struggle. And when he went obviously this is very different, the NFL is different. His very first snap in college, he just he took it to the house on like a sixty yard touchdown. Well listen, you got you gotta remember, Will, that he it opted is very out. Different. He opted out. Of, he That's opted fair. out last year, That's fair. and he only he took. I said this before. He took the least amount of uh, college quarterback snaps for a first run quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. And he's still no, he's, he's a huge risk. He is. He huge is literally risk. like he is as like unripe. Like he's an unripe. I mean, if I if I'm the 49ers and you get Julio Jones and you have this great team around him. I do not start Trey Lance. I start Jimmy no, Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo has taken a team to a Super Bowl before. We've seen he can do it, and he was basically one throw away from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. So there's no and like I don't know why they traded up in the first place. They should have got someone else tenth overall because they got a championship ready team now with Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. See, like back to originally what I was saying with when is Trey Lance coming in? If Trey Lance were to go I, in, I think that, I think Trey Lance is a bust. No, come on. He, no, honestly, he, he, he might have the most bust potential because he he's. He's either he has a high ceiling, but uh, he does not have a low floor. I think that uh, that Zach Wilson has the most bust potential for sure. <laughs> well, that's that's just the Jets. <laughs> Talent wise, look at his competition. He did not have a lot of competition at all, and he played so little in college. It, it was he was way he was picked way too early. He's a risky pick, yeah. and I think Trey Lance will be a bust. No, I agree. all I, these teams are just. I highly hungry. disagree. I think Trey Lance would be a good court. It depends, but I think if even if Trey Lance comes in. If he comes in like after week like five or six, I still think that the 49ers could be super well. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I think that if Trey Lance does look good, I honestly think it's going to be product of the system. 
if yeah. I'm being completely yeah. honest with you. So the, how much does how much credit goes to Shanahan there, and how much credit goes to Lance there then? Oh, it goes all to Shanahan, I guess. So then that's so then that is still. still so then that's here's, here's the thing: the, the big thing with Trey Lance is he doesn't turn the ball over. He didn't do it in college, and I don't think he's going to. Well, he, did, he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't play. Also, that's a big thing. But when you what did he have? He had like 25 touchdowns, like one interception in his career or something. He had one. Oh, he had one, one, oh, okay. one in 2019. Okay. I mean, that college stats are always crazy. I mean, Mac Jones has, what, the highest completion percentage of all yeah. time at college. Do I think he's the most accurate passer ever? Probably no, not. No, but look, <laughs> it, it, it reflects, to how, no, it does. It reflects yeah. to how their game is played. Like, Mac Jones, he didn't throw a lot of bad passes. He is a good decision maker, which is one of his biggest things. Trey Lance, his biggest thing is he doesn't turn the ball over, which is very, very important, especially oh. if you're a rookie quarterback. Okay, but not he's over. also not accused of being a game manager, if that makes sense. Like, you I mean, may say he turns the but ball. Th- that's he, what I'm saying. All the 49ers need back there is a game manager. They need someone to not turn the ball over. But that's they what Jimmy Garoppolo No, I know. You have that. They but still, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo has had a turnover problem. But the team was still what? good. I don't think, yeah, I think he's not. the exact opposite. Yeah. He doesn't throw downfield. He just hits the short routes. He's literally a buffed Alex Smith. He's a buffed up Alex Smith when he's healthy. Or okay, a very, very ghetto Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I think with that team, it's a very talented, talented team. They have a really good defense. They have a great offense. I think even with Trey Lance back there, if he goes in like maybe week five or six, hopefully a little bit after. I love that we're projecting that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get hurt, but if, if oh, he, he does, <laughs> if, if he does, I think that Trey Lance would be a good piece. So, so well, you're telling me that you think Trey Lance can lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl? Yes. But you don't, I don't think, think Mac I'm... Jones yes. can lead the Patriots with Julio Jones? Yes. That, that is absurd. How, nah, what is yeah, absurd about that? that? Is what is absurd Mac about Jones that? is so that much is more pro-ready, that's the thing. Yeah, he's Mac pro- Jones, I, th- he's I feel pro- like if okay, anyone has I'm, a chance, it's Mac Jones, not Trey Lance. I'm not predicting Trey Lance to go in immediately I mean, he's gonna have some time in the offense and also i think that that team is so good they have so many pieces if he just doesn't turn the ball over and makes the right decisions i think they could still be a super Bowl mac, mac jones with that patriots roster is and with julio jones super bowl contenders easily no i think he'll thrive way more and we, we have way more than yeah, the 49 there's so many safety valves in the I, patriots I now think, and if we get julio that's just another safety valve i think valve if it could happen putting my bias aside julio or maybe not Julio, but the 49ers would be way more successful with Julio Jones. What, is it just because of Shanahan, you think? Yes, Shanahan well, and also the, their team is but, way but dude, I, I think I, it's because of Jimmy G. Dude, his, like, <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that, like, we're, we're saying this, and, and me personally, I just can't, like, mentally, like, oversee this. Okay, like, this man hasn't played in over a year. He, like, not only is, does he have to learn a new system, he has to shake off the rust of not playing football over 365 days. Well, that's why I'm saying he's, he's going to have days. time in the system, though. system is, like, a decently easy, like, he's, like, yeah, a quarterback that's whisperer type of guy. That, yeah, no, no, that's no. built for, like, game manager type of guys. So, if, like, if any system a quarterback's going to succeed, like, succeed as a, a young rookie, it's going to be Shanahan's system. Okay, With Trey Lance, who's a game manager, too, not going to turn the ball over, I, he would have a chance. Let's most any team that gets Julio Jones is going to be much more successful. That's fair. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. And pair him with I'm George Kittle. The, yeah, that dynamic duo. Okay, yeah. Any quarterback's going to get them the ball. And, for any, <laughs> any and listen, if anyone was wondering, which you probably weren't, but in my opinion... I think it's like clear in a way George Kittle is the best tight end in football. It's not even close. All around. So. Okay. Yeah. Not the best hey, receiving hey, tight end. He can, he can, he can yeah. catch. He can block. Nobody can tackle him. It takes all 11 guys literally to bring him down. You can't say the I same. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't say, you, you can't say that about Travis Kelsey, okay? That's a good point. So um, one more question real quick before we move on. Um, do you think – I mean, I probably already asked this and you probably already said it, but I just want to get it for further clarification. Does this make the Niners Super Bowl favorites? Yes. 
Oh, well, favorites. okay, our favorite. Hold on. What what do we consider a favorite? Like yeah. the like, favorite or I'd like say, top three? I'd say be in the I'd say make it to the conference finals game. Like be the top four teams in the league. If it's yeah. Jimmy like G, final four. Yes. yes. If it's yeah. Trey Lance, I say no. I think he doesn't step he, he doesn't step in and take a team to the conference finals. Well, so Will, I'm actually curious now. Why does it matter? Like, why does it particularly matter when Trey Lance comes in? Like if, oh, it if, totally if you're matters. listen, if, if he's as good as you say he is, why can't he start week one and it when they won't be super? Well, because you do have to adjust to the NFL. You need to get used to the system, right? We saw it with Tua last year. Tua had a little bit of time to just get, you know, sit behind uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then he comes in, and then he plays good. Uh, he played bad towards the end, but I think it t- it's important to have time getting used to the system. But Tua also was with a catastrophic injury, and had to shake off the cobwebs of not playing as well. That's that, true, and he, he yeah. played good his first couple of games, and teams kind of started to figure yeah. him out. Yeah, and then you kind of warmed them up, too. So Tua yeah. kind of warmed up last year, got a few snaps behind yeah. Fitzpatrick, and then he finally got... Ready and he's you know in the who game. really got figured out by the league? Lamar Jackson. No, get out of here. Get out of here. We're going to move on. He had, he had, he had one good no, we're not talking about Lamar Jackson. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. I think that, that could start a lot of conversation. God, I feel like I'm okay. on first day. Lamar Jackson. I feel like I'm, no, we're moving on. We're, really, we're, not we're moving on. on. We started at Julio. We're not going to Lamar. Okay, we're going to reset here. So... <laughs> the third team out of the four that is uh, seriously in consideration for Julio Jones is the Seattle Seahawks. And you know, right off the bat, like on paper, you see Julio Jones on the Seahawks. You'll get an absolute dynamic wide receiver quad. DK, Tyler Lockett, the second round pick out of uh, Idaho State, Dwayne Eskridge, and... What? <laughs> that, I don't know. He's a second round we pick. Had, we had him the list of DK Metcalf, Tyler, <laughs> yeah, and, and the second round pick who no one has heard of. Hey, 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 so hey. you're telling me that he can get he can get, be added to a deadly receiver list where hey. Trey Lance can't come in and play good. <laughs> hey, listen. And Jacoby hey, Myers. Listen. Gonna... <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, but if it Julio, if Julio yeah. Lockett and DK are taking all that defensive attention, the rookie can thrive. Okay, because none of the none and if Julio's there, he'll yeah, take a lot of exactly. attention, too. Julio's there. Yeah, but if the Seahawks, they have to protect Russell Wilson for that to be Which they won't. We'll, we'll, we'll we've seen over the past 10 yeah, years. They never will. Hold on. <laughs> and, and hold they on. We'll get to that. But I want to say, first of all, like I said, on paper, like, that is wow. Like, that right receiving core wows you. Like, core. does that right off the bat, like, does that make you say, boom, like, best offense in the league, it's over? Like, no. or do With <laughs> no. Russell Wilson, yeah. No, I don't think so. With Chris, those three and, receivers. And Chris Carson, too. Yeah, what three What three cornerbacks are going to line up against no DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock, and Julio Jones? Absolutely no one's covered them. And man cover, you have to play zone. They'll still beat you I still way. don't think so. And, and if Russell you play, Wilson. And if you play that, like, much of a zone... Chris Carson's going to tear you mm-hmm. Listen. There's no holes except Russell, for that line. Russell Wilson. That, 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 that team is going to the Super Bowl. No, they're not. And listen, Russell Wilson can't throw the ball when he has half a second to throw it. It doesn't matter who is out there. Russell Wilson is, is going to die. No, that's <laughs> a very <laughs> valid point. Hold on, hold on. And you know, hold on. I'm, I actually don't think we should be showing Russell Wilson any sort of sympathy here, okay? Because listen, this man. Were we? <laughs> I don't remember any sympathy. <laughs> I was just saying he was gonna get saying, beat up. Hey, I'm not saying you guys were, but I'm just making it a general statement, okay? Russell Wilson, he complained about the offensive line. He said he wanted out. Like, he said he wanted out. He said all this bullshit like, oh, like give me like protection, or, or I'm out, okay? And all of a sudden, if they they get Julio Jones, that will make it okay. You, do you know what I'm trying well, to did, say? Well, I mean, did Russell Wilson come out and say that that would be okay? Because I mean, he might not. It, it, I mean, it, <laughs> it might not be okay if he just still can't block Listen, it, it's come out and it said that 
who uh, it started to like mend, like they're mending mm-hmm. their relationship a bit. Okay, like it's not as With bad as it was. Julio Jones. Okay, so <laughs> that's not. I mean, happen. it's not what he needs, but it's a nice secondary prize, a yeah. nice dessert. Julio Jones. It might not be what you want, might not be the entree, but it's something good, okay. and it will make him happy for a Jones while. Hey, but listen, that's like saying you need like to, if your tank is on E. Okay, and you get an oil change. Great, you got an oil change, but your your tank is still on E. Yeah. No, the okay. same problem will still exist either way. That's what I'm but saying. if I'm Russell Wilson and I see Julio Jones, I can't help but be excited. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's really what's maybe happening. I, maybe here. I can roll right and just yeah. To it. And it's like that's like a that's a guy who's been a top five receiver for so long. It's like that makes me a little happy. It's not what I needed. But it's something that's nice to have. But you know I still what? don't think that makes him a Super Bowl contender. I'm not gonna lie. They're, that team, that secondary, is still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, that and that, that's another part. They will be like, the Atlanta Falcons. They'll lose in shootouts. Probably a lot better than the Falcons, but they'll lose in shootouts. I mean, when that team that, was winning, it was winning Legion of Boom. And then once that, once all those guys <laughs> went away, it's been not. It's just been Russell Wilson. He's put up great stats, but it hasn't led to winning. Oh, after great that. stats in the first five games, <laughs> and nah, then yeah. it falls off. <laughs> but it, they look great over the season. <laughs> <laughs> they're so crazy those first five games. Russell Wilson has never fully recovered from that. Pick in the Super Bowl. Oh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I think that. it's behind. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you put it behind him. At this if you, point. if you're, I mean, that is a crazy play. If you're an NFL player and you can't let that go, like, come on. <laughs> and yeah. that, that was a big thing too. Was that whole defense? I think they all like dispersed after that. I think yeah. that was the main reason. And like, there's been no that. team after that. I don't Bo- think Bobby Wagner is the only one. I think. I think Bobby Wagner is legit the only one left from that. Was KJ right on the original team? He, he was, was, but he's not. He's a free agent oh, this year. Oh, he's gone. Isn't he? Yeah. Well, wow. his, I mean, they could technically still yeah. resign him, but he's a free agent this year. Very underrated piece. <laughs> he is underrated. No, I KJ Wright. The, I can see the ESPN uh, title right now, like the, the headline. Legion of Doom. <laughs> Everyone leaves hey, the Legion of Boom. Don't disrespect. Hey, don't disrespect the most dominant tag team in WWE history like that. Okay, <laughs> Legion of Doom was freaking amazing. I didn't even know that was a thing. That is my That is Mr. Conti's favorite tag team ever. Leave them alone. Uh-huh. Shout out, Mr. Conti. WWE is not on the podcast. So, real quick, shout out, Mr. Conti. I want to. I want to talk about this. Julio Jones is a sixteen million dollar cap hit. Okay, so that's that's a good amount of money that's coming into the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, and shout out to Dom Hausberger because he brought this point up. Okay, Dom Hausberger, a dude from Weymouth. My boy. <laughs> we love Brady did a jersey swap with him, and he didn't even know who the hell he was. Legend. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, with all this cap coming in, and like all these quarterbacks like saying, I want this guy, I want this guy, like they're going to have to pay max dollars if they're going to get those quote-unquote guys, for lack of a better term. He's brought up, Dom Hosberger brought up, Tom Brady has taken pay cut after pay cut after pay cut to make sure the team around him is good, okay? And when you give all these guys max contracts, eventually all, like, the crucial supporting cast, unsung heroes guys, they go, mm-hmm. and they go to greener pastures, okay? Like, why don't more guys like Russell, like, why, why does Russell Wilson not follow this same path, and why don't other quarterbacks in the league, for that matter, follow that same path? Well, I think they should, and I think it's happening out in Kansas City because we've seen what happened with Russell Wilson on his rookie deal. He's playing on a minimum contract, and they can get all those guys around him. But once he signs that big contract, they can't afford to pay guys. And now we're seeing it with Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes gets the big contract, but now he's saying, oh, I'm kind of losing some guys. We can't keep the same team. (laughs) Maybe I should uh, mix up my contract a little. Maybe I should take a pay cut. And he might be the guy to do it. He might be the next dynasty because he's going to take pay cuts like Brady. Well, if he he does, he does. You know, no, and it, he might, it, and I think more yeah. guys should do it because it's ridiculous it, it, to have a fifty million dollar cap in. You can't sign any other guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, if, if he does, he does, and I'll give him credit for it. But as of right now, he's only done it slightly. Okay, yeah. who knows if he'll continue to do it? 
my my question is like Russell Wilson. I think he's a relatively smart guy. Why wouldn't he? Why doesn't he realize this? Like, why don't you say, hey, like I have DK, I have Lockett, I have Eskridge, and I have like a pretty good tight end in Will Disley. Okay. Well, first of all, Russell like, Wilson's already taken a pay cut from playing football instead of baseball. I, have, I, I, don't think, I don't think Russell Wilson's getting that excited about your second round pick. That yeah. Right okay. Out. Okay. Regardless. Regardless, though, if they get Julio, that's just less cap that they could have put towards the offensive but, line. But why do these guys sign these huge contracts in the first place? Because they want money. And that's the end of the story. And it's like we can take it from the football perspective. Be like, if he had a zero dollar cap fit, he could sign so many more guys. <laughs> But he's not going to do that. He wants the money. He wants the money yeah. <laughs> he's a human. You well, know? Then, so listen, but he should. Make, Football-wise, he should. But will he, human-wise? I don't know. I wouldn't make a fucking should. cap hit, would you? Yeah. I would <laughs> I don't know that that's why Tom Brady's one of the, great, the greatest. No, exactly. People yeah. wonder, why does Brady always have a great defense? Because Bill Belichick has hundreds of million dollars to spend on defensive <laughs> players every damn year. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm starting to think. All these quarterbacks, like Tom Brady aside, like Peyton Manning, like I'm saying like legends. Yeah. Like all the current quarterbacks – they are more care like they're more caring about their own personal brand, their own like personal like social media reputation, like how they're viewed from the public. And, and you know what? That's taking away from their football success. That's why Tom Brady, like Tom Brady, is obviously still great, but like there is really no reason for guys like now for, at, at the age of forty four, soon to be this year, that Tom Brady should still be winning because like they're just letting Tom Brady be like outsmart everybody he and they're just different. being dumb because he doesn't care too much about his own freaking thing. His wife's a supermodel. <laughs> it's the avocado. That, that's ice why cream. Mac Jones. That's why Mac Jones will be a top twenty five quarterback of all time. Oh, oh my what, God. Are like, what? what are we doing? Like what are we doing? Are we serious right now? The man who got drafted fifteenth overall. Serious. Dead. Tom Brady was pick 199. Tom Brady is Tom Mac, Brady. Mac Jones. We have to. We you have sound to like stop. every guy in a Boston. We, no, we, we have to stop <laughs> comparing Mac Jones Mac to Tom Jones, Brady because it's never gonna, gonna happen. It's steroids. never gonna happen. Just wait. oh, get out. Just so he's wait, top 25, but he's Tom Brady on steroids, the greatest quarterback the, of all time. By the end of his career, he'll be top 10. Oh, you just changed it. By the end of his career, he will be talking about. I want to throw the microphone. Wait a minute. So you're thank telling you, me, thank Mac you Jones. so much for my Instagram clip, by the way. <laughs> it was great. You're, yeah, you're telling me that Mac Jones, Mac Jones is gonna be better than Dan Marino. He's gonna be better than Peyton Manning, Johnny. You get your hands off my microphone. <laughs> you're telling me he's gonna be better than Tom Brady, Otto Graham, Sammy Baugh, George <laughs> Blanda. You're telling me he's gonna be better than every single one of those players. Not every single one, maybe, but like. At least half of them that I said. With the Patriots offense? Oh. Yes. If we have Julio Jones, easily. Easily top 10. If we have Julio Jones, top 10 of all time. That's all ridiculous. Right. Without Julio Jones, top 25. There, there's, there's too many five. people on okay. this mic. Also, Julio Jones might have five years left. Is that really going to propel him to be top tw from top 25 to top 10? No. And uh, it's just ridiculous and to even say that. He hasn't stepped on the field. How about this? If Julio Jones does make it to the Patriots, it will not hold a candle to Tom Brady and Randy Moss. Oh, it will not. What are we doing? Us as Patriots fans, <laughs> if we go in thinking Mac Jones is Tom Brady, he's going to get booed out of Boston in like two years because he's just never going to live up to the expectations. And you know what? You you son of a bitch. You know what? <laughs> I, actually, I should thank you. You're taking the heat off of me because I'm usually the one here who's viewed as the ridiculous the one. Takes. Okay? Like, I, I'm. It's in the water uh, in that chair. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, 
I might have gotten a little excited. <laughs> about, oh yeah, about take that. Take that. You don't say, Brady. It's too late. It's already on Instagram. That, that's fine. But... Yeah, there's no cuts. <laughs> there's no cuts. Brady, we do a segment at the end of the show where everyone gives a hot take. You're gonna have we are nothing doing left. That. We're doing that no, too. We're doing the yeah. hot take of the week. Yeah, we're, you're gonna have nothing left by the end of the show. <laughs> you okay, can't. You can't top that. Everything's gonna be boring at the end of the show because Brady point. said that. Can we please move on to the yeah, Titans? Yeah, can we go to the Buffalo Bills? I would love no, the to. Titans. The Titans. Oh no, the Titans. Why did I say the Bills? Oh yeah, it's gonna be good this year. Yeah. Okay, so the fourth and final team and what it has been reported as probably the most likely destination because of A.J. Brown, his good buddy um, in Tennessee, is the Tennessee Titans, obviously. Um, I honestly think this is the best fit for him. If I'm being completely honest with you, I mean, it doesn't sound like as stacked on paper, Mm -hmm. but I mean, just that trio, A.J. Brown, who is as physical as they come as the wide receiver position, Julio Jones, who you could say the same thing, but add athleticism, Mm -hmm. okay? And then that takes away attention from literally one of the most physical running backs we've seen in a while, Derrick Henry, okay? If you have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown to account for, that means Derrick Henry is going to draw less defensive attention than he did last year. And And he has some extra tread on his legs because that was a huge, huge season that we never really see. Right. Bless you, John Brown. Listen, <laughs> listen let, let me jump off that or on that for a sec. So you think that he would be the best fit in Tennessee? I think he would be a good fit, but I I don't think he would be the best. I think it would be a great fit. I think either probably the Niners or the Patriots would be better. But I do think that this is the most likely for sure because Julio narrowed it down. So that's his second team, right? Or his top two, New England. So and the top two is New England and t- and Tennessee Titans. Cool. Okay. But the 49ers and Seahawks also are like rumored to be cool. in the discussion. All right. So the, the two more, the two most likely Patriots, Tennessee Titans. If you think about it, who is more likely to throw the Falcons a bone here? It's, it's Tennessee. They would. They. Oh, I yeah. think. Vrabel's I think if they were. Vrabel's a much more aggressive yeah, coach Vrabel, than Belichick. Vrabel would probably throw a first rounder. Stuff. This is why I think it's more likely because I think Vrabel's going to throw a first rounder and outdo the deal that the Patriots are going to do. And we know Bill Belichick is going to go. No, yeah, no, no, but no. the way have, Bill Belichick. I have said though. I have said, and I've been right this thus far. Do you know what I'm going to say? This is not your average New England Patriots. What do we have the biggest spending uh, offseason ever. ever? And I mean, we take a quarterback with the 15th overall And we, overall and we never spend money. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, we, we never draft quarterback. We never no, spend like, money. Yo, we never we, draft position players in the draft. We, we, found, it this as, would like, be the we found it as a relative shock when we got Stephon Gilmore. Like yeah. and we paid him mm-hmm. that like good amount of money. We paid the defensive player of the year the money he was worth, and we were like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, <laughs> it, it's usually it's usually rare that we pay a guy like the Stefan Gilmore's of the world, but this offseason we just paid every guy yeah. that was there, yeah. the top so, two tight ends. Like, so, so once again, I actually just want to go back into this, and I I know that um that the Titans actually lost some pieces, but they signed Janoris Jenkins, and he's pretty solid at still. And they've got Caleb Farley in the first round of the NFL draft. So those are two cornerbacks that I think for at least maybe two or three years, like depending on how Janoris Jenkins is, can hold down the fort. And then you can add some pieces in the future. And you have Kevin Byard, who was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate a few years ago, the safety. Okay, I think that they have a pretty decent defense, even though they lost Clowney. That is their biggest problem, though. Yeah, it is their biggest. Yeah, no, without a doubt. That's why they lost games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, it's their biggest problem. But what I'm saying, like, that three-headed monster, and you're not even including the quarterback. Like when you can when you can say a team has a three-headed monster, and you do not include the quarterback, that that that's when you know your team is very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. At least on offense. And the okay. best part mm-hmm. is that, like, unlike the Patriots and the 49ers, they actually have a quarterback who steps in. He's pro-ready. He can actually manage the game. He can get. We've seen him get guys like AJ Brown the ball. He'll get Julio Jones the ball. That'll be a dynamic. It already is a decently dynamic offense with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. 
and AJ Brown. You add Julio Jones that mix, that's a lethal offense. Right and, there. and and that's what I'm saying. I will say if they get Julio, they'll be the the. I was I had to check the AFC South really quick because I forgot. But I they will be the best in their division by far. Yeah, by. Well, not by far. maybe not by far. Not by far. Okay, that better, Colts better than Houston. That Colts team is great, but we have to see what we can get from Carson Wentz next year too. That's yeah. But team wise, like bit like complete team, that defense is much better in Indianapolis. Oh my god, that, offense, yeah. that offense is all right. But the, they do have no, Carson Wentz. Off, I mean, depending on how Jonathan Taylor does and Michael Pittman, that other receiver. That old line is here, awesome too. Their old line is awesome. And and you know what I want to say too, I think that honestly this might be one of the best offenses in the league. In the league, it could be. Not, not the. We're not talking about not, the Tennessee. Team? Yes, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd be. I, I, I think. For a sec. I was like, yeah, they could. I be. think they could step in and be top five, like easily. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. offense with that, that running that game. That Colts team, they're a boomer bust. No. no. What are you? They're no. the exact no. opposite. I mean, you no, could not true. have been more. Well, wrong. We know. They're the exact well, we saw opposite. what they got out of Philip Rivers at quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that but, was. And they got. They might have got a better quarterback. Had last year, they're either gonna boom and go win ten or eleven games. They're but like and similar, Carson, similar no, to the Carson Patriots, exactly similar to the Patriots, that team can win games running the ball, and that team can win games on defense too. Yeah, they on a, that, that, <laughs> I don't like agree said, with that. Quarterback is the most important position. Okay, but and when your Carson team Wentz is so, say, yeah, if Carson say. Wentz can play well. The the Colts are a very good. Team. Okay, but if Carson Wentz doesn't play well, then they just replace him with a backup, and it's pro. There's probably still a playoff team. Do we still have Jacoby Brissett on the? No, Jacoby Brissett went to the Dolphins. Who's their backup? That's right. I have no idea. Uh, it's a nobody. I think actually no. no it's uh, Jacob Eason. Uh, the, it was like a fifth round. It was like a fifth yeah. round pick out of Washington uh, last yeah, year. Yeah, I refuse to believe Jacob Eason could step up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he could. But I'm hey, just who was saying that, who was the guy on Washington? What's his name? Who almost beat Brady in the playoffs? Heineke. Heineke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. There's guys like that. <laughs> you know what? Like one thing that one thing that I gotta say too. That offensive line of the Titans, elite. Like yeah, I'm sorry, like line. you, you all want to. I'm not saying you all as in like the people literally here, but like, <laughs> people want to like praise Derrick Henry to like the masses and say he's one of the best Which running backs. Should. They no, should. But listen, without the offensive line, he's not getting half the yards that he got. Okay. I don't know about that's half. pretty cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty. Without, cool. I mean, Derrick Henry. I mean, I he does he does a lot of work after the tackle too, though. Yeah. Like I a understand. big part of his game is just running guys over. I understand, but over. what did but Zeke? I I, th- I still think Zeke is a very good running back, but. Zeke, when he lost that elite offensive line, he's a meatball now. I, I understand, <laughs> but listen, Zeke, they've been he, feeding Zeke too much. <laughs> but still, Zeke, when he uh, lost that elite offensive line, I mean, he's obviously declined. And just let's just throw it out there that he also gained like forty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was any, the old like, line, any, and it was any lacy looking. Not lacy. Don't do any lacy like that. So re- real quick, one more question: Do you think? Well, actually, no. Real quick. Um, I think that once again that this is the best fit for the for the Titans or for Julio Jones because I don't see a downside here. I really don't. Like you no. can point out the downside for each and every one of these teams. Pat's like, I mean, Newton might not be able to get him the ball, and there's only one ball to go around. Yeah. The 49ers, like Jimmy G, either can't stay healthy or and Trey Lance isn't day one ready. The Seahawks, I think that DK Metcalf like has a huge ego. Okay. I, I think oh, yeah. he has but, an ego, and I mean, listen. And if he's not getting the targets he thinks he deserves, and they go to Julio, that could cause you know, a problem. Oh my god, he no. was really mad. Did we playoffs. did we see that in the Rams game when they yes. DK Metcalf's not getting the ball? Russell Wilson says, "Oh, we'll call a play for you." Screen pass, interception, pick six, changed the yeah. game yes. because DK Metcalf won the ball. Thank you. Uh, you literally took the words out of my mouth. That was that's exactly what I'm going to bring up. Okay, in the Tennessee Titans, AJ Brown and Julio, boys. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no downside. Like, the Titans needed a receiver because they lost Corey Davis. I'm not saying Corey who, Davis. Sorry, who did the good. Titans just get to? They got uh, another receiver. Rookie said Bateman, right? Josh Reynolds. No, ba- no Bateman went to. They have Josh Reynolds now? Oh, wow. Uh, they did lose Jonu Josh, Smith. Josh, Josh Reynolds is good. Jonu Smith and Corey Davis they they lost. They didn't take a receiver. They, I thought they took one in the first round. No, they took no, Caleb they Farley. Take, they took Caleb my Farley. Bad, no, bad. Rashad Bateman went to the Ravens. My bad. Okay, no, so, yeah, but this is what I'm saying. I know it was one of those teams who needed a receiver. And you know And this is this is a little bit of a spicy one, but I think that they could make it to the AFC Championship game if they get Julio. I, I think, think that's I mean, they, no. I, yeah. I think I honestly think they should be in win now, but with who like they're already a very very good team. What they win eleven games last year. Yeah. They're like on the cusp, and a and a guy like Julio, he can take you from the cusp of being a Super Bowl contender. And, and like I yeah, and like I said, the only thing like they're set in the secondary, like they have good pieces there. But the linebackers, I'm not really sold on Harold Landry. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sold on like anyone else that's on there. Like they they don't really have like a good defensive lineman right now that they can think of. Yeah. Like they lost Jarrell Casey. To the Broncos, he was like their stalwart on the line for like a decade. I, I really don't think that besides the secondary, I, I, I think their defense is honestly the only thing holding this team back yeah. from being Super Bowl contenders. I think, I think Tennessee would be a really good fit, but I think that, and to wrap this up overall, we can agree wherever Julio Jones goes, that team is instantly oh, yeah. so much better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like in, intensely better. And, and, oh. you know, and you know, do you think actually, real quick, Julio Jones? Is could possibly be in decline like very very soon. Maybe not this year, but in decline very soon. Yeah. 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 What is he? Thirty two years old. He's like thirty two. I mean, that's that's just human nature. Yeah. He he won't be as as like how long? I'm saying well, so. Like, I'm not saying he'll still be a top like ten receiver in the league for sure. It I, might be a slight decline. I, I think he can hang around for the next seven or eight years. Maybe maybe not top. I think I, so, I think no. that's okay. Strong. When's the last guy we've seen play till forty right, as a wide receiver? As a wide receiver. Right, the next six years. I I that's still still. You're still floating. I mean, I'm not saying top ten. Oh, like like a Larry Fitzgerald like third piece, you know? What I mean? Oh, okay. yeah. Oh. No, I mean yeah, that stuff doesn't go away. But see, I, I thought you were saying top that. That's all a different story. No. He, all, all he had to say was Larry Fitz, and now and yeah, Gino <laughs> a lot of guys could be Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, watch your goddamn. Oh, okay, not, not a lot of guys, on, but a lot of guys can play late in their career and make those type of catches, still run the routes. If you're a great route runner, that doesn't go away. You might lose your athleticism, but he still got hands. And, he can still and, run and routes. Real quick, where does Julio Jones rank all time for receivers? Top ten. Oh wow, this is top. I think okay, this might be more interesting. Antonio Brown or Julio Jones all time as a receiver. Ooh, Antonio Brown. No, 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 he's Antonio Brown. Antonio. If you at his no. peak, it no. was Antonio oh, Brown. No, Julio Jones and, no. Okay, and who? Freak, freak athlete. No, he was. But and I think when it was like they were going head to head, it was Antonio Brown's number no one guy. But okay, no so way. Julio could take it. Because he's going to be playing more than Antonio Brown, I think, and at a, at a higher level. But right now, They're as it stands, I think it's Antonio Brown. But I think Antonio Brown has declined a little That's bit right, more. Yeah. Julio's still at a higher level. So he could take it back. But as of right now, Julio Antonio Jones Brown's a better receiver. A, probably all a time. top five receiver throughout his career. So is Antonio Brown. And I don't know. he had Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. But Ben Roethlisberger's good. He's a little better. Here we are thinking, you know, I'm actually fairly surprised. Because we thought like the battle lines were drawn. Like you, you, we don't have a camera right now, but Will and Dilo are on one side, <laughs> me and Brady are on the other, and that's usually like how we agree. And dude, it's actually gone like all, all over the place. The Nicholsons are aligning. All right, so to start off the hot takes, uh, I'm just gonna say it. Clippers are coming out of the West. They got probably the deepest team in the West, and they got Kawhi and Paul George. It's a two-two series. The West is looking a little weak right now. So I'm gonna say we're gonna leave it at that. That was bull. I, all right, so my hot take is actually a basketball one too. 
Uh, I think that Phoenix is going to beat LA, and then I think that Portland is going to beat Denver, but that's not my hot take. I think the Phoenix Suns are going to sweep the Blazers in the next round if it gets to that. All right, my hot take is the Celtics need to make three moves this offseason. One, fire Brad Stevens. Yup. Two, trade Marcus Smart. No. Yup. No. And three. I agree. Trade Jalen Brown. No. No. Oh, I don't know about that. That's All tough. All right, get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm the only one with a football one, and mine here is Michael Urban is the most overrated wide receiver of all time. What? Okay. Who is Michael Urban? Michael Urban, legendary. He knows ESPN now. Brady's a little too young. Legendary (laughs) wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Man has 11,000 receiving yards, okay, and he's in the Hall of Fame and revered as one of the most, like, like, spectacular receivers ever. Stanley Morgan, wide receiver for the Patriots who played in the 70s, has 10,716 receiving yards, about 300 less than Michael Irvin, and he's not even in the Hall of Fame. Michael Irvin is overrated as shit. All right, well, that was bold. <laughs> All right, so that, that's going to do it for uh, for episode eight of Conti and Nick. It was a uh, bit more chaotic. It, it, was, it was very chaotic, but, I mean, this was, this was fun. So thank you guys for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you. For watching us on YouTube, I fixed the the cutting off thing, so that's good. So YouTube's back and going. Uh, <laughs> I got these clones all around me. Uh, all right, yeah, boys, so, do, we, do we know how to send it off? Oh, we know how to send it off. All right, everyone, get in the mic. Everyone, get close to the mic. Come on, Brady. Stop Brady, get over around. here. Get over here. All right, ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Jumbo. Peace. <laughs>